Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Honor Radio. And so, man, I got to tell you, I am so excited about this particular show because, man, I've got my good friend, my the guy that was there when we started the Honor Group. This man was there. He helped us. He motivated us. He prayed for us. He loved on us. He was there. I am happy and excited to introduce you to the greatness coach, my friend, master motivator, author, um, and creator of the Reach One Alliance, which we're going to talk about, my friend, Mr. Kevin Bracey. Sir, thank you to the show, man. Welcome. Coach, you already you already know I love sharing space with you. Whatever you got, where wherever you are, whatever you got going on, if I get an opportunity to share some space with Coach, let's go. I'm in. Oh, buddy. Yeah, I tell you, you know what, bud? You know, with everything that's going on right now and with uh, you know, this shelter in place and the virus and the all of what we're seeing now, it's been kind of down it's been a negative right and man when i i've been following your posts on facebook and every time i see your smile buddy and every time i see your your positivity and your your motivation and your happiness i said man i gotta have the greatness coach on this show man so kevin how are you doing how are you getting through this my friend great question you know it's it, it all of the things that i've been talking about for years and years it's like we in our household have to yeah. truly live that. Yeah. Not that we weren't living it before, mm-hmm. but now, like one of the concepts is win the day. That just means focus on one day at a time. Mm-hmm. We can't think about tomorrow because tomorrow is uncertain. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. We don't know what next month's going to bring. We don't know what next year is going to bring. So we got to focus in the day. So for me, me and my family, we're focusing, staying in the moment. We're, we're doing the best that we can. My wife has a text that she put together just with our family that every day we wake up, we got to text three things that we're grateful for. Three. We got to come up with three. No matter how you're feeling, three things that you're grateful for. So like most people, Coach, you know, there are moments when, when I there's moments, moments when there's a moment of hopelessness and then it switches to you know, I, I feel there's, we got a promising future and, and, and we're going to come out stronger after this. So it's, it's, it's an up and down roller coaster, mm-hmm. but I do the best that I possibly can to stay in the space of gratitude with my family, with, with our loved ones, and just praying for the world, praying for people who, who don't have a roof overhead, people yeah. who don't have running water. Yeah. We don't have clothes. Yeah. So we may feel some kind of way about this, but gratefully, we have a roof overhead. We do have food in the refrigerator. We do have, you know, running water. So that gives me joy, but it, but it also makes me sad that, the, that there are people that don't have that. So it's up and down all day long. But if I can spread positivity, spread love, mm-hmm. continue to stay in prayer mm-hmm. and lift people up with my posts, my words and everything, yeah. that's what it's about for me. I love it. Get up! Get up! You got to get some, bro. I have a feeling you're going to get a few more of them. I love that. I love that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I know that you do a lot of work with youth, right? Like we do when it comes to our 
football event and our educating event. You also do a lot when it comes to elementary schools, high schools, going in and doing school assemblies and motivating them. What has this done for your personal uh, business with what's been going on with you not being able to go into schools and them being shut down? How has this been doing? How's how you've been getting out your word to the kids today? You know, great question, coach. Um, I like you, I love our youth. Yeah. I could almost look, I could almost, I, I guess they say when you turn 40, you just cry a lot more. I could almost just thinking about our youth. I could almost get teary eyed because I got that much love for them and that much belief in them. I'm talking from TK all the way through college students that I get an opportunity and access to speak to and inspire. Mm -hmm. So the first two and a half, three weeks, I believe that most of us were just in a shock. Mm -hmm. Is this real? When is this going to break open? Are we going to be able to go to the gym? You know, and then when they started shutting down Disneyland and Disney World, it got serious. Mm -hmm. We started shutting down the gyms and then schools. I was like, wow, I never in a million years would have thought that. Mm -hmm. But two and a half weeks in, school started saying, we got we to gotta do something. We got to move. We got to figure something out. We can't just leave our kids just at home every day. So as they started to move, I believe my mind started to move. Mm -hmm. So now I'm reaching kids through a couple of different avenues. One avenue is virtual assemblies. I just did my first virtual assembly. Virtual assembly with middle school students was last Thursday. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Just an opportunity to to reach them with some passion and some words. Yeah. Um, that's one way I'm getting out my message. Another way, I created something called Kevin Bracey's Connection Session. Mm. In that connection session, because everybody needs, especially school and students, they need to feel connected in some sort of way. Mm. But not having someone being a talking head at them all the time. So I've created a space where I'm focusing right now on sixth, eighth, and 12th graders. Why? because they're in the transition. Mm -hmm. Sixth graders will be going to middle school. For some, sixth grade is middle school, but for most, sixth grade will be going into seventh grade, which is middle school. Eighth grade, going into high school, right? Mm -hmm. Twelfth grade, graduating, military, job, whatever they're gonna do. So I'm focusing on those um, grades, and I get to a Zoom call like this, I get about six to, six to eight um, seniors or eighth graders on, and I ask them questions like, where were you when you realized that this was real? What's going on? It, giving them a space, a virtual space to connect. Yes. To talk. Yeah. Yeah. I could listen to talk and listen to each other and then take that piece and I'm posting it out to their schools and their districts so that other students can see, okay, other students are going through the same thing. What that, a great that, that gives us wow. a sense of comfort. So they're not alone. They're not alone. That's they're the they're feeling got it. Yes, they're together. They're <laughs> these are that may not be you speaking, but I know that person. That's my friend on that Zoom that's talking about his or her feelings. Yes. And it, there's a sense of connection, a yeah. sense of okay, I'm not by myself. And the third thing I'm doing is being the face for us for some districts and their challenges that they're posing to students like a, 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 a tribute video challenge to seniors in high school and students to say make a video of somebody who's made a difference in your life mm -hmm. or a family game challenge where take a picture of you and your family playing a game and we're going to post that so that's keeping students connected in a fun way so i've figured out some ways mm -hmm. 
<laughs> to connect with some students because I can't breathe if I can't connect and speak to students. That's my yeah. life. Three, five, get up! Okay, that's the second get up. No, that's beautiful, buddy. What are you hearing? from the kids in this session that I um, that, that I saw you post the other day. What is your takeaway right now? Because I think those were 12th graders you had on, right? Yeah, that 12th and then 8th, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what did, you, what did you take away from that? What did you? Wow, I, I took away um, from that. One of the things is, one of my questions was, if you could choose social media or Facebook, because I know what they would choose a month ago. So you 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 skipped for a second there our okay. internet, but you what good give those two I have a question. It was two it was a question. Mm. If you could pick between social media and face to face right now, which one would you choose? A month ago we know the answer. Yeah. But yeah. today every eighth grader said face to face. Yeah. Every senior said face to face. What were some of the things you were taking for granted was one of my questions. My teachers going outside and just playing going to class like they, they were saying i you know at first it was like i don't like school i used to say i hate school i hate school but i was taking it for granted getting up every day and being able to go and mingle with my friends and struggle in that history class or that math class i would love to be doing that now mm -hmm. so they're getting some very important perspective in all of this that's going on so I heard a bunch of teenagers and preteens who are excited to be able to express themselves. And all I was doing was facilitating the conversation. <laughs> I was getting some young people who are sad because they've had a they've had an idea of what they wanted their senior year to be, senior trips, senior you know ball, all the stuff and it's gone. So there's an undercurrent of sadness with the 8th graders and with the 12th graders because they had an idea of what their last year in that in that space and that grade was going to be like and it's not going to be there you know what an amazing lesson that we're obtaining through all this when it comes to the power of relationships right the power of people the power of that personal connection I mean, um, hey man, um, you and I are a lot alike, bro. We're right. muggers, we're lovers, right? <laughs> you know, we're all that. And um, man, I'm I'm missing it. I'm missing it. Even when people are walking up the street, which by the way, I see more people and more neighbors walking up the street than I've ever seen before, right? But I mean, it, it just seems like people, when they see you, they're more engaging, even though they're keeping their distance, right? But they're more, hi, how are you? More engaging. I talked about this the other day when my wife and I were walking by the river. Um, I, I believe that when we come out of this, we're really going to understand the power of people and the power of relationships more than ever. Eat each other. We need each other, my friend. We need each other. So, um, damn, buddy, you're you do a lot of speaking. You, you. I mean, I. You're an amazing speaker. You're an amazing motivator. I got fans, friends. Uh, if you ever get a chance to get a good quality motivational speaker, that's to get your business, your uh, your kids, uh, your anything going. It is Kevin Bracey, man. And let me tell you something right now. I'm, I'm happy to have him on this show. Buddy, what's your plan? 
right now as you you know look towards the future? Where, where, what is your plan as we slowly start to come out of this and get back into some sort of sense of normal? Right. You know, for me, I'm going to continue to to thank God for for you know a roof over my head. Just the things that sometimes we take for granted for running water, for carpet on my floors, for uh, you know, a car to drive. Me and my wife will be married 22 years this year. I'm grateful. I'm going to continue. My, my daughter's growing up. She's 26. My son is 18. So continue to live in gratitude every day and not let that when the world, you know, when we open back up and things are normal, I guess, or a new normal, I'm not going to allow that gratitude that I'm feeling daily mm -hmm. to slip away. Mm -hmm. I was doing it already. But now it's at a whole different level because of what we're going through um, or growing through. Um, so what I'm going to do is continue to, to stay focused in the day. And right now I have multiple meetings, Zoom meetings set up with multiple school districts who now want the products that I'm putting out there, a virtual assembly, a connection session, or to be the face for some of their challenges for their schools. So I'm going to lock in my way, the new way of doing business for speakers, which is virtually, I'm going to lock that system in just in case once we open up, we come back to, we don't, who knows? Yeah. So I'm going to lock that down because I wasn't doing very much online except for I just launched my first step for speakers online course. Mm -hmm. So speakers can learn how to speak. Right. But so this, I don't want to say it was a blessing because there, I can't say blessing because so many people have died to me. Yeah. It just feels funny saying this whole thing was a blessing yeah. um, because there's so many deaths. But to learn a new way of doing business virtually was a blessing for me, mm. right? So I'm going to lock this down. And as soon as things open up, I know what's going to happen. And I'm grateful that I'll get a, a deluge of calls from companies, organizations, teams, schools to say, we're back in session and we need that energy. We need you to come back and get us where we need to be. So I know that's going to happen once we open back up. But for now, coach, I'm going to take it a day at a time. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to plan too far out because mm -hmm. I trust that God is, he has a plan because all two and a half weeks ago, I wasn't doing virtual assemblies. Now we're getting calls like crazy. So yeah. I'm just going to take it a day at a time. Well, we'll help you with that, Ken. We'll make sure at the end of this podcast that they know how to, reach you and how to connect with you. Okay. Because, Thank you, sir. you know, we do touch people around the nation. So I'll make sure that we do that. Hey, you're, you touched on your daughter. She's a, she's a dancer, right? And she's been dancing with some big name stars, celebrities out of LA. How is she dealing with this? You know, my, my daughter is, is, is she, she had a dream to be a dancer. And from, mm. from when I was putting her in her car seat, coach, I put her in her car seat and she'd be dancing. And I'd say, babe, you have to be still so I can buckle the car seat. And she'd keep dancing. And I learned, you have to turn the music off. If you don't turn the music off, she's going to dance. So mm. I knew it was in her blood. She grew and grew elementary, middle, high school, graduated from high school, wanted to move to Los Angeles because she says, daddy, I'm going to be a star. I said, baby, you're already a star. You're daddy's star. She's mm -hmm. like, no, dad, I want to be a star. <laughs> she moves to LA and look, coach, she went to audition after audition after audition after audition after audition for three years and three months. There's any young people listening right now. You can live out your dreams. Three years and three months, she got all no's. Not one yes on a commercial. Not one yes for a tour, not one yes for anything for three years and three months. Now in Hollywood, that's normal, but many quit and change directions. Mm -hmm. 
she kept going and she got one yes. And her one yes was on tour with Beyonce. Wow. Beyonce around the world, the floodgates opened up. The Oscars and the Grammys and Drake. She's done 75 shows around the world with the rapper Drake. <laughs> now she's about to release some music. So she's 26 and she's in the middle of chasing her dream. So how is she dealing with this? She's had a tough time slowing herself down living in LA in the fast world. But I'm watching her grow. Yeah, she's a little bit more last night. I said, how you doing? I don't like the sound of your voice. She goes, you know what, dad, right now, I'm just chill. I'm not up too high. I'm not up too low. I'm just chill. She said, I'm in Zen mode. I said, okay, baby. So she's learning how to calm herself Yes, and allow this to be what it is and figure out ways to better herself while this is going on because you can't do much. Mm -hmm outside of you know recording and doing all the stuff she was doing she can't do that right now so she's right. bettering herself in the space and i'm proud of that I, i'm I, every time i see you post something about her i just smile <laughs> and it's just you know i just i love what you know how she persevered she overcame those three years right hey. and now she's on on top of the world tell us about your little boy kate the famous oh. Famous Kobe J. Famous Kobe J. He's doing good, man. He's doing good. He's uh, you know, we he's the one that we're really focusing on protecting mm -hmm. because yeah. he cannot it, even see every flu season. This is kind of how we operate anyway because of Kobe. Mm -hmm. Because if he gets a temperature, it's we don't get to the, the luxury of saying, okay, how do we break his temp? We have to go to the hospital. That's with or without COVID-19. That's our, because he was born with a rare autoimmune disease. He's had 14 major surgeries on his tummy in 18 years of his life. So he, he's one that has that immune system that we've got to make sure that we protect. But today he's doing great. We haven't gotten any, any sniffles or any, any symptoms. So we're grateful today. Remember, we're winning the day. We're grateful today. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. So, well, I don't think any guest has ever gotten three gets on here. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it, buddy. So, um, what would you want to tell the people that are listening, the athletes, the coaches, the families, the parents that are listening to this? What would you want to tell them um, in regards to, you know, obviously about being grateful for what we have? You right. touched on that. Um, is there any other takeaway that pops in your mind about what you would like to tell those people today about um, relationships, about where we are when it comes to people? Right. Is there anything that you'd like to leave them with today? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in a few different directions. First one, and I'm gonna keep it really simple. The first one is is the importance of being aware. And I'm talking to me too, coach. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to, we're, we're all in this thing together. I love everybody. So I'm in this with you. So we have to be aware of our tone around our home right now, I think. Because we're all in that same, we're in the same space under the same roof. And sometimes the way we say something can trigger something for someone else and they're going through they're having a bad moment and next thing you know we've got this crazy thing going on around the world and then under underneath our home it's like hell underneath our roof we don't want that so for me what i'm trying to do is to be aware of how i communicate and talk to my wife 
with the right tone, how I talk to my son or my daughter with the right tone because we're underneath the same roof. Outside of that is to make sure that we re at least reach out to at least one person every day to check in. Just to, just to check in. I got a phone call from uh, Dr. Uh, Marceline watson Bigney. She works at, at Sac State. Out of the blue, she just called me and said, hey, just checking in on you. Coach, that felt so good. Yeah, yeah. Just a total yeah. out of the blue phone call. We respect each other. I got love for her. We do work together. But just to get a call out of the blue yes. from someone like that made me feel very good. So I believe that it's important that every day we make it a point to reach out to at least one, at least one person to just check in. Someone out of the blue every day. If we're all, everyone around the world, we're checking in on one person every day. We're making the world a better place because people are so lonely right now. People are going through it right now. Yeah. So those daily check-ins, well, I'm in a bad space. Okay, let's get out of ourselves. And when we check in on someone else, that might be the combination that unlocks that bad space that we're in. Because I believe that reaching out to other people is what it's all about. That's why I always yell, each one, reach one yeah. every single day. I love it, buddy. I love it. Man, that is good stuff. I've been telling my people that I've been coaching um, to, to make it five people, right? Because, man. We got time. We got time. We got time. Make it five people a day. You know, well, coach, I got so many people in my database. Hey, man, then five a day. Because those five people that are going to be hearing from you that you care, right? It's, um, it's really a good time for our altruism to shine. And if you don't have altruistic tendencies, get it. Because people, people need to hear you and, and just hear that voice saying, hey, man, how are you doing? How, how are you doing through this, uh, you know, having to shelter in place and can't get out and blah, 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 blah. There's one lady I coach who's uh, pregnant, right? And she's really sheltered down, man, because she's got a little baby growing in front of her, right? And it's been just driving her nuts, right? right and I reminded right. her the other day, I just told her, I said, you will now know more than ever and embrace people. You'll, you'll, you'll recall this time and you'll go, man, I just love people, right? And so... Um, I, I just, I agree with that. Hey man, there's one thing that I really want the people to learn and to hear from you. And it's one of the things when I first met you, I thought was so powerful that it just made me sit back in my seat and go, wow, man, this guy's got it. And that is, that is your talk about Muhammad Ali. Buddy, that, uh, people need to hear that. People need to know your motivation, man. And I just think that would be really inspiring if they had an opportunity to hear that. You know, for, for me, where it came from is, is growing up, I used to always go to the library when I was in elementary school just because I hear my dad talking about Ali, Ali, the greatest, the greatest. So I would always check out his books. So I was infatuated with Muhammad Ali early on just as an athlete, you know, and I'd see him jumping rope and I'd see him talking. He had all kind of swag. And sometimes I'd hear people saying, gosh, he is so arrogant. He is so arrogant. But what I've learned as I've grown is that Muhammad Ali, when he was talking, he wasn't talking to us. The camera was on him. 
it looked like he was talking to us, but Muhammad Ali was in his own head. Muhammad Ali literally, coach, he literally talked himself into greatness. How did he do that? See, I believe that when our minds go negative, our mouths got to go positive right now, especially in this time. Mind goes negative, mouth goes positive. Mind says I can't, mouth says I can. Mind says this is never going to end, mouth says it is going to end at some point. Mind says, I don't know if I can create that, my, that new business. My mouth says, yes, I can, because we live in a country where we can create a business and live our wildest dreams even through this time. Mind goes negative, mouth goes positive. Ali said, I'm the greatest. Who told him he was the greatest? He did. Muhammad Ali said, I'm pretty. Who told him he was pretty, coach? He did. <laughs> Muhammad Ali said, I shook up the world. He said, I float like a butterfly and... Sting like a bee. He said, I must be the greatest. Ha! Ali said, last night I had a dream. In Africa, I had one hell of a rumble. I had to whoop Tarzan's behind first, proclaiming to be the king of the jungle. For this fight, I've wrestled with alligators. I've tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning and throw thunder in jail. You know I'm bad. I've murdered a rock. I've injured a stone. I've hospitalized a brick. He said, I'm so mean, I make medicine sick. I'm so fast, man, I can run through a hurricane and don't get wet. When George Foreman meets me, he's gonna pay his debt. I can drown a drink of water or kill a dead tree. Wait until you see Mohammed Ali. He talked himself into greatness so that he would not give mental repetition to the possibility of failure, doubt, or defeat. Let me say it again, coach. He talked himself into greatness so that he would not give mental repetition. I'm not good enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, I can't, I don't know if I can win. I'm a little bit, all those repet repetitious thoughts that go through our heads, he didn't want to give mental repetition to the possibility of failure, doubt, or defeat. So when his mind went negative, his mouth went positive. When his mind went negative about Sonny Liston, his mouth went positive. Sonny Liston might be great, but I'm going to get him in eight. If he want to go to heaven? And if he want a worse fix, I'm going to get him in six. If he keep talking that job, he's going to sleep in five. If he keep knocking at the dough, I'm going to get him in four. If he keep talking mess about me, I'm going to knock him out in three. If he don't want, if he want to do it in two, I'm putting him to sleep in two. And if he want to run, I'm going to knock him out in one. If he don't want to fight, he better not show up that night. He talked himself into greatness so that he would not give mental repetition to the possibility of failure, doubt, or defeat. Mind goes negative, mouth goes positive. Kevin? I cannot thank you enough, my friend, for, for being on Honor Radio. Um, I, I value your friendship. I value your love. I value your family. Um, I just think that uh, the Lord has blessed you. And uh, I see greatness coming to you so much more, buddy. I really do. And to thank you for being on Honor Radio. I don't know if Rick, would, our producer, wants to say anything. Rick, do you have anything you want to say to Kevin? No, Kevin, I got to tell you, buddy, it's it's great to see you. 
I miss you. Um, and, and it's something that uh, it's, it's, it's really true when you rekindle things virtually and you, you do take, uh, you know, you, you take so much for granted and, and now we, we have time to reflect and, and, and just time for, for Genesis to move on. I mean, Easter is be behind us and what's in front of us. Well, what's in front of us is, is, is going to be special. We just have to make the best of it. Yes, sir. I love you guys. And I, I love you, Kevin. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you for being on honor radio, man. And uh, best of wishes to you. Brace yourself. Brace, Brace yourself. yourself. Let's go, <laughs> I love y'all, man. Have a great day. And you just started my day off. Awesome. I'm excited. So good to see you. Love you, Rick. Love you, coach. We'll be in touch. Okay. All right. Three, five. Let's go.